Good Friday, everyone. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Singly Gay Podcast, um, which is we're now season two. This is season two premiere. Season two. <laughs> yes, season two, episode one. You know, because I didn't know what I wanted to like start it off with, right? So I was just like, well, you know, the pandemic been hard, so why not do this? And we just see where it go with it. However, I want to introduce my guest, Mr. You know, Eric T. Turner Jr., Mr. Sorry, Doctor. <laughs> Eric T. Turner Jr. <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Eric T. Turner? I am absolutely wonderful. You know, it's funny as hell. I just had a little run-in at work with the whole Mr. and Doctor thing. Me, I'm one of those people where it doesn't really bother me because it's just like, you, you can't take my credentials, period. But It'd be so, like, it's so, well, the backstory is that we, they gave us some new face masks at work and they put our names on it. I didn't even open the thing, but my co-teacher saw before I could even look at it, that it said Mr. Turner. And she was like, you're not wearing this. I don't give a damn what you're saying. You are not wearing this. And I'm sitting there thinking like, it's my mask that I want to wear. She's like, no, but that's not your name. We can send this to your dad, but this is not your, this is not your mask. This doesn't belong to you. And I was just like, okay, okay. But, um, but yeah, no, everything is wonderful. It's a beautiful day, actually. And so um, I'm really excited to get out and see what this weather is throwing. But other than that, I'm I'm wonderful right now. I mean, that's good. Because you know, it's the first day of spring, honey. First yes. day. Yes. Number, number uno. I didn't know it was the first day of spring until I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, it's, it's March 20th. That's wonderful. Yay. <laughs> that's wonderful. <Right. laughs> I mean, we still gonna get some cold fronts, some chills here and there, you know. Um, but that's just, it, it's spring, right? So like, we just got out of winter, but we not really out of winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. In my eyes, spring don't hit until at least May 1st. We'll go with that. Right before the summer's about to start. So there's right. that. <laughs> Ooh, so for anybody that's tuning in with this, um, so episode tonight is Mental Check. Yes, it is. Episode one is definitely Mental Check. Because, um, you know, sometimes our mental can be there, cannot be there. Um, we may have the support, but we probably don't feel it in our spirits that we have the support. You know, hello, um, hello. Because, <laughs> you know, just people of color, like it, it happens, you know. So when you have like those type of mental breakdowns, like, so what, like, what do, what do you do? What do you do when your mind plays tricks on you in like a mental situation? What do you do? As the, as the, we just gonna jump right into it. What do I do? Um, for my mental check, um, I will say that it really does vary on what is happening that's causing the, I, I don't call it a mental, breakdown I call it like a little mental lapse and so it really depends on what is causing the mental lapse which determines what I'm going like what I'm going to do about the situation like if it is a person who is causing the mental lapse I'm going to get the hell away from that person period that's an easy fix um if it's a if it's a thing like something I'm experiencing is not necessarily a person but maybe an event that happened throughout the day it's one of those things where it's like you can't get away from that because the events already happened but i i try to do little things to get myself out of that lapse and some of those things include 
listening to music, right. um, coloring. Like, you know, I think coloring is a thing that adults need to do like more often. That that shit relaxes you. I don't know if it's the staying in between the lines or if you like me, I'm a perfectionist, so I'm sitting here tracing before I actually start coloring and filling shit right. in. But it's just like the process is calming and relaxing. Definitely. Um, and then, and then, of course, there are the more outward things that I do. Like a bitch loves a good happy hour. If I'm having a bad day at work, I'm going to go get me a cocktail and unwind, relax, exactly. and then I'll go. Home, and then I go home. Um, <laughs> And um, quick little getaways. Um, I, as much as I love Philly, I am a huge proponent of having staycations. So if that means going 20 miles away from your house and getting a hotel room, do that. Um, okay. So basically, like, I didn't mean to jump into it so deep so fast. But th- like, there are a bunch of different things that I personally do to get out right. of it because I have been that person where I will sit for something will happen and um, it's kind of like you know sitting or letting letting it like letting it revel for too long right. or let it just sit with you for too long sometimes and, and don't get me wrong that sometimes that that is okay as well because some mm-hmm. things it's just like I can't get over this right now I need to like sit with it and deal with it and that is okay I'm not, I'm not gonna tell anybody to feel bad about if they gotta sit in something for a little bit hey it's a thing um but I have gotten to the point where I don't want to do that too much anymore right simply because like I said I, I spent a lot of time doing it and mm-hmm. when I found other alternatives that work out better for me I'm more I'm more liable to use those alternatives but yeah those, yeah. Are, those are just a few off the top of my head well, no, that works. So, I mean, because you do have people that they tell you um, if you're not feeling your best day and you don't like, per se, you don't want to get up, right? So you do mm-hmm. little things like, you know, clean the house. You might want to finish painting that wall that you didn't finish about three months ago. Or, you know, you just like, well, just for the heck of it, I've been in this space for a while. I go, you know, find me some new furniture, you know, jazz up the place, you know, something. Mm-hmm. So, right, but you do have people that go through these mental breaks, right? And things do happen to them. What happens if they are the type of person, they don't have the means of money to really go anywhere. They don't have the connections of just kind of getting away or they don't really have, and this is not to shade people's friends. This is my my opinion, our statement, you know, um, they have the support system, but they don't have a strong support system, if that makes that, sense. You know, so you don't, them friends don't really know how to how to get you out your mess. They don't mm-hmm. know what direction to take to do certain things. So what like what will work for those people that just, they, they don't have it, they don't know what to do. They, you can't even point them down the hallway and say, go that way. That, that is a thing. And first of all, thank you for bringing that up because, um, like, I want to be very clear, like, on some of the things that I mentioned specifically, you know, about, like, going on vacations, I realize that I'm very blessed to be able to do that, and that is not a blessing or a privilege that I take for granted, and for those who are not able to do things like that, it gets really, really, really tricky, um, 
because like I'll I'll talk about that and then talk about the friends because that's a whole nother thing. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep those both separate. But for 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 those who don't have the means to like actually go somewhere, you pretty much already hit the nail on the head. Is there anything around the house or, or like where you are that can give you give you peace? And it could be something as simple as turning off your phone because like when you when you when you're going through something it's one of those things where sometimes we feel like we have to be connected in order to you know like get ourselves out of get out of get get ourselves out of whatever we're doing right. sometimes at least for me I don't want to be bothered with anybody I don't want to be on my Facebook I don't want to be on my phone I just want to disconnect for a little bit so so that's like that's the first advice I could give someone to um like that's an easy fix where you don't really have to go anywhere in order to in order to do something now of course that is a little bit difficult if you don't live by yourself like if you if you let's say if you got roommates and they are one of the people who are getting on your nerves um being by yourself may prove a little bit difficult but anyway that's still right. an idea just Give yourself some me time. I'm a huge proponent for me time. And me time can be at home. Something as simple as taking a damn nap. Listen, I don't want to be bothered with y'all right now. I'm going to take a nap. And if you got a problem with it, I don't give a fuck. I need to go take a nap before I before I snap on somebody. So okay. there that so there's that. Um <laughs> so yeah, be be unapologetic about your me time and and yeah. own and own that shit. That's the best advice I can give. And I'm, then you know, so. like what I was about to say, because personal peace does not always have to take money. Like no. I, ne- I like it would be nice if people who don't have the means could get access to certain things. Like, um, like if it was if it was my doing, I feel like everybody should be sent on a vacation at least once a year. Oh yeah, paid by the paid by the government. That's my that's 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 gonna be like if I don't plan on ever becoming president, but I think that's a good idea. We gonna make it, so we are gonna pay for y'all to go on a vacation because some people just need to get away, get out of. Do you think? But do you think that that would be controlled since the government paying and they like to control stuff? I like to be in controlled environments. Like in terms of telling you where you can go. Hmm. Or just monitor my every move because you paid for it. Well, that's true. That is that is very very true. You know, because we're giving you this money to go on vacation. What the hell? If you lose use food, if you use it for something else, that could be a, a, a whole different thing. But because um, you know, people I like just, to gamble. Shit. Well, well, for, well, for some people, that's <laughs> a mental break in itself. So I ain't going I ain't going yuck nobody's young as long as okay. they ain't sending themselves into the poorhouse. I I ain't got. I really don't have much to say about that. But uh, but right. but it's like brainstorming what to do when you don't have the means is a real thing and I wish I had more answers for that and it just sucks that everything everything attached to like mental health and mental like needing a mental break most 95% of the time involves money and some you gotta have money yeah like cause it, it involves people's livelihood and where they trying to go and what they trying to do, why it's so mm-hmm. hard and, and check the check, you know. And then, you know, and like I relate, I understand that. So like me, 
growing up in Detroit, West Side Detroit, shout out to all my Detroit folks, because I know y'all be checking me out and stuff. Um, <laughs> like, you know, times was really rough for us. I wouldn't say like, my family was poor, but we was like, you know, that, like that level above, above poor. Mm-hmm. Like working, working class. So, you know, I used like, I remember them times, you know, you had to save all the bottles, you know, so you can turn it in and get the money. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I used to be a kid, I don't want nobody thinking I ain't got me, ain't got no money. Why you send me to contact them bottles to the store, boy, go get that changed. Or, you know, before food stamps, um, you know, was they moved it to a car, you know, you get you got the paper stamps in the mail, so you had to go and it, that I don't want to that's still money. You better go spend it. The government giving it to us, you better go spend it. And I'll just be sitting here like, I don't, I don't want to look broke. I don't want to be poor. But then again, like me being young, like that was that was reality. That was oh. what it was. And if you don't have, and it's usually because of also like I feel like as people and black people, we stuck in those type of environments because it's literally lack of resources. Now, granted, the course of the years, the resources have gotten a little bit better. A little bit. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a little, they just, mm-hmm. there, you know. But, you know, it, it affords to give those people, you know, that type of help. But also, like, you know, just being honest here, usually the people that are stuck in those situations is like people that because of life situations happen, they couldn't finish middle school or high school. Mm-hmm. So when you're already being an adult and doing adult things, you're trying to get ahead, but I can't get ahead because I, I don't have this one simple piece of paper. Like yeah. I didn't stay long enough to do X, Y, and Z. Um, so it's it's I feel like it's gonna be harder on them but I think what makes them resilient is all because you know you learn the art form of hustle and grind mm-hmm. like that's what it is when you hit that payment you're going like you figure it out and you make moves um I laugh about it still to this day but I always say child the social media crash <laughs> not social media crash you know look, they you, like, crash, these folks would not know what to do I'd be sitting at home with my feet up like child if social media just went away just went away i'm still gonna i'm still gonna get to the money you you know it's funny that you mentioned that because um it's like one thing that especially black people we know how to do is survive and create a form of survival what that looks like can change from decade to decade but we gonna we figure shit out we we're like period and so it's one of those things where it's just like for, I, like for black people I am so tired of us always having to figure shit out and, and it's like I, I yearn for the day that white people have to experience having to figure shit out all of the time every single day every single minute I I, I really I don't I don't wish a lot of things on people but I wish that for them I wish for them to just uh, to understand how difficult that is and how difficult it is for you like the world is crumbling around so many people they don't have the means to get help they don't have the means to do to really do anything except for just suffer and and die slowly and it's like when we like us having this conversation we trying to brainstorm little things that people can do and even we are drawing a blank we just like i don't know i don't know what else somebody can do other than finding something around the house to keep them happy and sometimes that don't work because your home life is a, is a mess so it's just like 
I guess the more we have these conversations, eventually we'll come to an answer. But the first, I mean, I mean, but the obvious answer is, um, is white people getting the hell out the way. I don't know where they're going to go. I don't care where they go. They just got to go. They got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Because like, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm about to sing the song from the commercial. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go right now. Got to go. Got to go, go, go. Like, that got part. to go. But, um, but stepping backwards though because um the whole thing about the whole thing about friends one thing i appreciate about my friends especially my friends that i've kept around for more than a decade right is that well let me not pretend because one thing about that about me is that much of my healing is very much so internal i don't like to talk about my feelings and so I feel like I'm not the only person in that boat. So I was just like, if you have friends who are willing to listen to you, don't shy them away. Like, like it, it, I, I get it because I'm one of those people where I don't want to burden people with my problems. I like to deal with my problems on my own. Everybody got their own shit to deal with. So, and most of my, most of the time, my friends are just like, girl, girl, like, boy, you could have called me. You could have sent me a text message. Hey, what are you doing? Are you busy? I need to chat real fast. Okay, what's up? And it's like we like that 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 kind of goes into putting one's pride to the side, where it's just like, you know, hey, I am going through something right now, and I need people in my corner to support me. Now, for for those who like for those who do not have anybody, like they don't have any family or any friends, I truly weep for them because it's like you know we always tell people to get friends. Okay, how? Like like what what where's the how? How are we telling people to get friends? And I'm gonna be very honest that I don't know. There's just a bunch of stuff that I just don't know. Um, like again this all goes back to money we could be like i don't know join a league or something okay you gotta pay to join leagues leagues ain't free um you even gotta pay to go join a gym right you gotta pay to go to the gym gym and and talk to people ain't no free gym memberships and so it's like i'm i i come from the mindset where i think those of us who have been put into a specific position can do better at like reaching out to people like my like my, my mo is that if i go out somewhere right and i see somebody sitting by themselves i have a good feel on people i try not to assume but i have a good feel on people but i can sit there and look at somebody not staring because that's fucking creepy but like i can sit there and look at somebody and be like something about they don't seem like they doing too well like they seem like they could use a nice word and so i'm like you know walk over to them and be like hey how are you doing how's your day blah 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 and some people like some people rightfully so are just like who's this nigga talking to me who are you like i don't know you why are you running like, what you want? <laughs> like what, what do you want, want? And, and, and so and so like you know of course you gotta be careful with that and be very meticulous in your tactics like don't you can't just run up on somebody and be like hey what's up pause you are coming in hot i need you to bring it back bring it all the way back okay not from detroit i like to fight sometimes right and so <laughs> you know i've never been to detroit detroit is next on my list but <laughs> but but my, but it's like you know it like like i'll never forget this actually happened in philly once um 
I was just, I was just at the bar. It was me and like three other people, and we just noticed that some dude was sitting by himself, and he looked real sad. So um, I think it was me. I was like, I was like, hey, what's going on? You've been sitting here by yourself for a while. Are you good? If I'm annoying you, I will walk away. Please just tell me if I'm getting on your nerves. And he was like, no, you, no, you, no, you're good. But we just noticed that you were sitting there alone. We don't mind if you come join us. You know, something simple as that. Um, like, like I said, very careful making sure that I wasn't all up in his face, that I wasn't getting on his nerves, that I wasn't, you know, invading anything, but still leaving the door open. Like, if you want to, please feel free. Come on over. You ain't got to sit here by yourself. It's all good. Um, And so, like, little things like that can go a long way to, to, um, to reach out to those people who might not have anybody else to reach out to. Um, I, I, I have had some of the most most thorough and enjoying conversations with complete ass strangers in public, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know this person from nothing else. But we are sitting here having this deep philosophical conversation with deeper than with anybody I've known for years, and I'm just like, exactly. Oh, I'm like, this is cute. This is great. So you know, <laughs> like, like especially in settings like that, it's just like you know. Branch out, branch out a little bit. Don't be afraid for somebody to notice what's going on mm-hmm. and give a little assistance. Because so that's another thing. Our pride can get in the way. Where it's just like you can sit there looking like the the world is crumbling, and if somebody notices it, you weren't supposed to notice. Why are you talking to me? And I'm just like, girl. Am I saying that's that's me being like that's you being black? Mm-hmm. Stop being black. Ain't nothing wrong with being black. Like, just put it on pause for me. Like, stick a pin in it. Stop being black. Everybody ain't out to get you. Like, to go back, we just said, like, my, I've had some amazing conversations with strangers. My actually, child probably gonna sound like a drunk when I say this, but <laughs> who cares? My favorite place to meet them is like when I walk into a place that I'm at the bar. Like, I always meet the coolest person at the, the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, just chilling watching some shit and what you're drinking i'm drinking this oh get another round don't worry i'll pay for it no you ain't gotta i got it because you seem cool and we just like it should be having a conversation those type of people i love you know we just sitting there and i'm like you know you gonna refill my drink i love her because see drinking keeps me happy <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, drink, here, I'm here <laughs> but you gotta but you, listen you gotta be careful with that you can't be just taking drinks from anybody okay but see but this is the thing though i'm right there and i see it Fair. So it ain't like it ain't like was like I'm about to go to the bar and get a drink. It's like oh I'm ordering him another round so just give it to him. So the bartender coming to me, making my cocktail right there. As long as you make it in front of my face, be Gucci. Don't mm, don't pass right. it to him. Let him right. pass to me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just what we not gonna be out, child. That's the story for another day. Because I've been in a situation like that before, and it's very very scary. That was very scary. Hold on but, just a second. Um, Remember we was talking about um, not living alone? Hold on just a second. Ooh. Yes. No, I'll be down there in a minute to do it after I'm done with taping this. The fans don't get all of this because I ain't editing nothing out. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's fine. Listen. listen I, I will, this, I will this, chop this makes it up. For, it makes for a more natural conversation. So. Right. I'll chop it up for the promo, but thank child, I keep all my stuff. This is probably gonna be the first. This is probably gonna be the first season that I don't add in the um, cause I usually would add in like the splits, the um, the inserts with the commercials. 
Come on, I ain't doing, I ain't doing that dumbo this year. Come on for the natural, for the natural bloopers. I'm here for. Yes, you know, because they need to see that. You know, I give organic vibes. You know, because like I'm from like sidebar, so like I think I'm dope as fucking person. And a lot of people, it's very hard to translate that through camera and social media, but wording is very hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I mastered that shit, but I think I do a pretty good job. Cheers to you. Cheers to mm-hmm. you. All right now. Yes. <laughs> so, so with the mental check, so, you know, travels, vacations and things, you know, we gave people insight of what they should do if they don't have, you know, pay, people, places, or things and supports. Um, I was going to piggyback on that because what I was going to say was, when you think about the changes and things that are different now, me growing up, even though my childhood, like, are just a bad time, it is what it is. But a lot of times I still remember having fun. So back then, like community block parties and house parties, like those things were the thing. I feel like for black people, black culture, that's how we dealt with our mental because we met some of the dopest people, you know, partying mm-hmm. with folks that was from the neighborhood because we know them because no matter what happened, we supported one another. Like if you go over to Shine House and Shine and Mama, like they have a hard time, she can't keep the bills on, da 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 da. You usually the neighborhood will rally up, get together, like mm-hmm. girl, you know, we got you, we do that. I feel like in this times that we're in, like, and it's no shade, says, you know, I'm include myself as black folks. We don't we don't do that anymore. It's usually like a celebration, a gathering, a loving on each other, like what happened to the black parties, what happened to, you know, you know, Auntie May doing something for the church cookouts. And, you know, even though she not go to church like that, she'd tell me, just show up, show up, because we got to be there for each other, no matter any situation. I'm just like, we don't have these. And even if even if they are around or, you know, trickling places, show them, because we, we want to know that they exist. I was about to say, like, I definitely feel like us having each other's backs has not gone away. I just think it like it has changed what it looks like because like you know I'm, I mean I'm from the West Coast so we don't we don't have block parties and so the first time I actually went to a black part well, black black party geez a block party was when I went to go visit my grandmother in Brooklyn and I was just like the hell was a block party and it was like it, that's literally what it sounds like everybody from the block wow. just go in the middle of the street um barbecue dj jumpers the whole nine i was like oh this shit is this shit is cool and and then i went to another block party when i went to go visit my grand my grandfather down south and i was just like oh wow so black parties is literally thing i don't know what the hell is california's problem but i guess if i ever move back to california i'm gonna be the block watch captain because we having block parties i don't got time to be living next to you hoes and don't know your name don't know what you do and, and and all that good stuff i mean i guess i could do it now in philly but i've been here for two years and i'm just like i, I mean i've been in my house for two years i'm like if i started now that may be a little weird i don't know mm-hmm. i am moving. I about to say i am i am moving so maybe the next neighborhood i go to we'll figure that out <laughs> but anyway um that's that's a, that's, a, that's a far off dream but 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 no I, like I, like i see community attached to uh, i hate to say it but it's just like it's kind of like that bougie black community thing where you know like going to brunch or uh, and stuff like that and everybody ain't really down for brunch so it's just like can you talk to me 
nigga from the hood don't go to brunch? How can like where's the community in that well, space? Well, because you know brunch in the hood community because I'm one of them. I still got my hood card. Shout out to all my hood. <laughs> so like you know brunch from the hood community is when we just show up be on the porch it's the cookout happening matter of fact it wasn't supposed to be a cookout but it actually a cookout just happened out of nowhere you know when people just go barbecue out of nowhere and then you know you got the cooler full of beers and you passing the blunts around that's brunch in the hood well you know what i'm here for it and you know what that's that's the shit i can get into first of all first of all child when Um, you playing dominoes and chess and spades outside and I was about to say, but you know what? Don't get me wrong, because like we don't have block parties, but my family is good for a turn up. And so any any given Saturday, the grill's being busted out. Um, what we putting what we putting steaks on the grill for? Because it's Saturday. It's not a holiday. It's fucking Saturday. And so, and so it's just like like that's the that's the thing. But um, it's like you know, I like I do admit like not growing up in that. I'm mad that I didn't get to experience having Miss May down the block. I can't do shit in front of her house because all she gonna do is tell my mama. And even before she tell my mama, she gonna whoop my ass anyway. So it's just like, and so it's like, I hate that not all of us, but some of us didn't get to grow up with that. Especially, you know, us being, well, me being a 90s kid. Come on, 1990. But anyway, um, like, I feel like that's, that's when it just started, you know, slowly but surely trickling away and I think that's one thing we can do is getting back to doing things like that supporting each other and doing those things but don't get me wrong because it's like if here in Philly I do know that like there are black parties all, all all over the city during the summer so it's like of course it's still there and it's one of those things where if you are not blessed to live in a neighborhood that does it maybe you should be the one to start it I don't know how but yeah go like Put the idea out there and see what happens. And then, of course, let's not like we gotta talk about the fact that the pandemic just really fucked everything and everybody up. Because True. now, a, now a block party couldn't. Leave. It was so funny because on New Year's, I was actually mad that I didn't think about this. But I was like, you know, what would be like for real, for real legit, if because because New Year's it wasn't too cold outside. I said, you know what, would be really cool to celebrate New Year's is if we, somebody, I don't know who, I don't know, maybe the neighborhood chipped in or whatever, put a big okay. ass DJ booth in the middle of the street, everybody sit on their porch and just vibe. And like, ain't nobody got, ain't nobody got to go nowhere near nobody. Everybody is sitting they, on their they, porch. Like the you can see me, you can see me from my porch. I can see you. We both got our drinks. We got like, we mm-hmm. got everything already set up. And like that, that'd be a cute little turn up. And it's like, you know, like I said, we know with black people, we always figure it out. It is like, this is the time where our creativity shines the most. Cause I just seen some shit like during, like how people have gotten creative during the pandemic. And I'm just like, Ooh, I never would have thought of that in a million years. And it's, and, and it's like, I feel like that's a great thing that's happened. Where it's like, we do all these different things and we create all these different things to support each other so that the suffering during a time like the pandemic it shut out a lot less like we got zoom we got um tiktok happy happy hours we got like doing tiktok challenges okay bitch i just did it show time like you like you know like one thing i do believe more than anything else is that we gonna be all right 
it's just like the journey getting there can be a little can be not even a little can be annoying as fuck can be difficult mm -hmm. can be hard but at the end of the day we always figure it out and we gonna be all right so i mean yeah no we definitely gonna be all right i mean shoot thank you COVID. you know my podcast is first right right L listen you know, that's, so that's true 2020 was crazy i know especially for me i didn't even think that i probably was gonna make it past the year 2020 because when all of this started like it was just it was horrible all that you know what uh, let me change my language because i because actually somebody pointed that out to me they was just like pandemic we can't we gotta stop saying the pandemic fuck shit up it did fuck up a lot of shit but i like to think of it as it shook up a lot of people it, it should yeah shook, shook up a lot of people it took you and was like <laughs> and it was like well no because the reason why i say this so for me like so when the pandemic was happening i really got sick like i got really sick and it's crazy like when i talk about it now people look at me like what he was in the hospital. Yes, I was in the hospital for a week, girl. <laughs> Ain't nobody noticed. The bitch was M-I all the way A. Um, like, I was in the hospital. You did a good job of keeping that under wraps because I didn't know until you told me. Because, I mean, because, like, the thing is this, right? So, when people, I think when you're going through stuff in your life, I'm... And I ain't shade nobody, so don't nobody get offended when I drop this episode, child, because I don't need y'all in my comments. Um, so when people go through stuff, people like to, when they go like when they went through some of the process and they feel like they're getting better, they want to document it, take photos and then post and put them up. Mm -hmm. I'm still old school. I didn't grow up with social media, baby. I, I come from pages and big old block cell phones and got to run to the pay phone to put a nickel in to make a motherfucking call. Or if I ain't got the money, make a, a collect Get out of my head. I'm literally sitting here thinking about one and Okay. Trying to make a collect call just so I can get through. You know what I'm saying? So I come from an era where like a lot of things are not documented. Like if you wasn't there, you didn't see it, you don't know. You just know about So like I was going through that um like horribly. Like I had a fever really, really, really bad. Like my body I got you know like Phoenix and X-Men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was my body. And then it was yeah. just like, I couldn't stop going to the bathroom. I couldn't, like, my, I had, like, these weird ass strong migraines from, I don't know where the fuck they came from, mm -hmm. but it was the mm -hmm. most horrible. Like, the only way I could go to sleep, like, I literally had to go to sleep like this. Mm -mm. That was the most horrible feeling. But, um, you know, did that, went through that. I'm happy. I'm hot. I'm still here. It's been a year later since that whole situation. But, um, and then I ended up like, you know, losing my mom. So that really sucked me through. Cause I, you know, not my biological father, but I mean, mother for the folks that's watching, but like, I do have, you know, other parent figures and my godmother was really a mother to me. She partially raised me. Um, so this was like really my ever first time dealing with losing a parent. Like I've never. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, so I just dealt with that and then I just had to like I just felt like and then on top of that my relationship ended last year it is what it is so I needed to I felt like 2020 kind of helped me found find myself if that makes sense mm -hmm. like you know yeah the pandemic was jacked up and all of this or whatever I mean people may not agree with me some people may but honestly I'm actually happy that the pandemic happened um, actually happened that it gave me um, like a heart in my life for me to really see things for what it is, see people for how they are. Um, mm -hmm. 
would to be more acceptive to my space and my peace because a lot of people should not be allowed of that freely. So I've learned more to protect myself and how to continue to be the best me I can be with others genuinely and organically. If you don't like me or you don't like how I fuck you, because I'm gonna keep living life to the fullest. I'm not gonna change who I am from anybody. I'm mm -hmm. gonna I'm going to evolve into a better much person, but it has nothing to do with nobody but me and Jesus. And you be, and be proud of that shit. Like you like you like you paused a little bit because you was just like the pandemic blessed you and you felt a little bad for saying that. Don't feel bad for saying that shit. And it's just like one thing that that also helps with my mental health is not letting people dictate my journey. You do not have the right to tell me how I feel about something or about how something how I choose to deal with something like the pandemic like people were like you know speaking from my like privilege you know I had a little bit of money so I was able to you know um take little staycations or I had a little bit of money so I was uh, at least I had a job so a job who really didn't furlough me like nothing really changed in terms of my finances that's all well and good right. but what you don't know is that there's a lot of underlying things that was going on that could have took me out and it didn't so it's just like you know when i tell people that the pandemic actually resulted in some good for me and they side out side eye me i don't really care that's not for you to understand or to accept the pandemic was good for me in a lot of ways it forced me to slow my ass down i finished my dissertation first of all because if I, because <laughs> if I had been on the same route that I was going before the um before everything had started to be like you know before everything started to really shut down because be very clear the very last thing that I did was defend and have um have my um hearing for my dissertation that was on March the 9th and everything shut down on like March the 13th let me tell you the edits for my dissertation, because people think like once you get up there and you speak, it's that's all she wrote. No, you gotta no. edit that shit, you gotta send it to people, you gotta pay for it, all that good stuff. If the pandemic had not happened, I would have been like, you know what? I stood in front of them people. They said they liked it. I don't wanna do this shit no more. I don't wanna look at it. <laughs> and so Yeah. And so but but literally just like for someone who is going through something mentally and no matter how they brought they brought themselves out of it as long as they wouldn't beat nobody up or um or or, no, or nothing like that nobody else gets to tell you about how you how, like how you feel about something oh girl the pandemic was bad for me i don't know how you could sit here and tell me that it was good because it was good like that's how i'm telling you because it was because it was it was okay for me and so like like literally be, be on your own journey be on your own journey find those who appreciate your journey and i hate to say it if you can't find somebody you got to be your biggest cheerleader be your biggest cheerleader give yourself the biggest pat on the back give yourself the biggest hug all, like all, like like all, I, I, all, all, all of that all, all, all of that I all of that, that. I, all all of it you have to so within a loving this good conversation and things getting heated up it's time to segue into something that i really love to play which is my favorite 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 favorite, favorite, favorite game in the whole white world right okay games i wasn't expecting <laughs> games i'm here for it okay let's go so i love the game and you know so for the folks that's watching please don't try to win you know read me after this because i'm kind of winging everything we have some technical difficulties so we kind of set us kind of back on this we kind of start a little late 
and stuff. See, you so ain't, start, see, see, you ain't even have to say all that because we used to sit here recording. That was nobody's business. Don't worry about it. Right, we here. So I'm gonna let them know since y'all like to be nosy. Y'all like to be nosy with y'all, so we be nosy together. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a cute little game that I like to cut. And for the people that's been following since season one, you know, I kind of changed things around to spice things up. Um, you know, this game right here, my favorite tea and hot chocolate, right? Um, you know, still, 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 still the same texture, right? So it's still the same shit. Um, it's just a little different. It, it's a little spin on it because if I really want this to be a game, I want it to be a game. So tea and hot chocolate, not moving forward, it's just gonna be a game of just like whatever questions that I'm gonna ask, you're just gonna have to give me an answer, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So for people that don't know what tea and hot chocolate is, so I'm gonna ask you a few little questions. Nothing, you know, right? So if you feel like it's the truest, true hype tea, it's poppin' tea, you just tell me it's tea. And if you wanna explain, you can. Okay. Now, if you feel like the question is very falsified, like that's false, it ain't, it ain't real, don't, just a shitty mess, a shitty, <laughs> shitty mess. Is that, what, is that where the coffee cups? Oh, that, that's where the hot chocolate come in at a shit. Not mess. hot chocolate. I'm over it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's tea and hot chocolate. So yeah. Um, um, I'm an open you, book. You already know this about me. I already know. You like award shows? Do you watch award shows? Did you watch the Grammys? Yeah. No, you. That's you didn't watch the cheer. That's tea with no sugar, because I like award shows, but No, I'm but very... I'm asking so I can ask you the question just to set up. Yes, no, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, I do watch, watch the award shows. Yes. So, did you agree, Tia Hot Chocolate, you agree with um, Megan Thee Stallion winning her three Grammys? Tea. Megan working her ass off <laughs> uh, uh, um, th- th- this year. I, I Like, if she did not win anything, somebody's getting punched in the face. Like, n- no. You, if you you got you got um, sixty year old women out here talking about savage. No, absolutely not. Give that woman her her, her Grammy. Well, I thought she had them talking about you know classy, bougie, and ratchet. I feel like I follow fall under all those categories. All the above. My mother's all three of those things. <laughs> so, so, well, you um, know, Medea's yeah. my grandmother. A little ratchet, perhaps a little. No, nah, she ain't nowhere near bougie, but um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Madea you know, we no carry class, guns, so. right? <laughs> ain't got no, ain't got no class. So that was a bad example, but but yeah, um, <laughs> give 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 Megan Pete her thanks. Yes, All right. So, see, Tia Hot Chocolate. Um, are '90s or a which one is the greatest world classic of all time and genre and generation? '80s or '90s? You talking about like music? Just the era of everything from music to style to look, feel, vibe. Now, I'm gonna go with the '90s. '90s. Listen, '80s had too much goddamn things going on. Like it, you had niggas getting strung out. On, uh, on 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 crack like um uh, you had uh, Reagan doing his th- doing his shit like no you you can keep the eighties um and, and and like don't get me wrong I love eighties fashion like give me like if I could go back in time just to be born you know around you know nineteen eighty six you know to get those last good four years of the of the eighties in um 
so I can be around with salt and pepper, so I can see them with they little with the um, yeah, little head bob thing that was going on. Like like the like the fashion for the eighties was 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 everything. Let's just start there. But no, right. in terms of everything else, it's just how stressful the time was. Give me the nineties. Once the nineties hit, bitches was just like, okay, we ain't got time for. We got Clinton. We 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 got a little bit. Uh, we got a little bit more going on in the world. That's when hip hop and hip hop and R and B was merging together, and music was lit. Um, give me a uh, um, a starter sweatsuit. I need that back in my life. No. Like no, like, no, 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 no. I'll take the nineties. I'll take the garbage bag that Missy was wearing for three hundred. You are sickening. <laughs> but but, but get, yes, get, get, give me give me the starter sweatsuit. I got my chain, and all I need right. is a part, and I'm back in the nineties. But anyway, so um, yeah. <laughs> And so, but yeah, between the fashion, the music, the culture, the um, bitches was just starting to get AOL. Um, we, we was, we was, you know, we, we don't was, forget, shout out to Macintosh. Come on, Macintosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, no, the, the 90s is, 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 is where it belongs. Like, I, I know for a fact that if I would have went to Howard H. U. Whoop, whoop, if I had been in Howard in the 90s, a nigga's not graduating. Like, I'm looking Ooh. at, I'm looking at all of the old pictures from Howard during the nineties. And I don't give a fuck. I'm looking looking at the I'm looking at the niggas. I'm like, oh. They was fine. So this is what my mother saw in my father in 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 1989. I'm catching what's going on here. (laughs) Because I'm because I'm like um, oh no, yeah, I wouldn't be going to nobody's class. I'm not, I'm not here to learn. I'm here to party. <laughs> like, 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 it's, like no. a, I mean, of course, a different world probably would have changed my right. tactics a little bit because they was partying and learning. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, give me the 90s all day. The day. final Sorry, that last four. That was a very elongated answer, but 90s, yes. hands down. <laughs> 90s, last, you know, final tea and hot chocolate question. Um, Lil Birdie told me that, you know, Donald Trump was the best president of all time. I might as well just throw the hot chocolate in your lap and that caused all the third degree burns. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to leave it at that. Bye. <laughs> now you going to leave it at that. You just go, you just go, you just go, throw the whole thing. It's like, here, here you go. T- take the ch- chocolate, marshmallows, yours, <laughs> keep it. No. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. I ain't believe that one bit. Yeah, don't mind, don't mind me, y'all. You know, it's all fun and love over here. It's all fun and love, child. I don't need Trump sending his supporters to my house. Cause... But yeah, please, you know. please let let uh-huh. let them let them bring their asses to, to to North Philly. Make my day. Make my day. My day. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, the conversation has always been great. As always is on you know my good old podcasting gang. I want to thank Mister. Dr. Eric T. Turner Jr. You're just gonna keep putting my whole government out there. <laughs> okay, that, Dr. Turner Jr. I was trying to help you out. I was about I to say my middle name is all over my social media, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get away but, from me! Oh I'm my like, God! Do you have anything to say to the people? Drop all your social media handles. Would you want anybody to follow you? You got any more education information that you would like to give them? Oh, I'm like, well, you know, everybody can follow me, but mostly, I mean, I got all the, I got the three bigs, you know, my Twitter is Eric T and Rakim. I mean, that's playing off the 80s. Come on. Oop. 
hip hop head here. But anyway, um, yes, Twitter, Eric C and Rakim. Um, my Facebook is my name, literally just typing in and you will find me. It's quite easy. And my Instagram is drhusband.junior. You got to spell out the doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R, husband.junior. But please follow because um, I'm out here doing work. Um, I just wrote a couple of op-eds about being a gay elementary teacher and niggas is, is really loving it because I'm here to shake some shit up. Um, shake shake them the, the table. Call me the pandemic. But anyway, I'm just, I'm not fucking right. But anyway, but anyway, follow me because I'm definitely about to put some more writing, some more op-eds out there. Um, um, I love DMs. I love messaging people. Like, it's actually one of my favorite pastimes, just connecting with people. So please do that. Oh, and I'll, I'll, speaking of writing, I didn't mention that, but that's like the very last thing I end up with. Right. Writing is a great way to get you out of your mental funk. Write out whatever no. is on your mind. Yeah. Do not mince your words. Do not change your language. Write whatever is on your brain. And and yeah, that's... I, so, okay, I've been now. writing for forever. I got journals like this. Mm-hmm. Them journals. You, you, you never know. Them journals might get you paid. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, people tell me I should write a book. Just saying. But needless here nor there, my good folks, yes, I want to thank y'all for always tuning in and loving on me like I'm loving on y'all and loving on me like I'm loving on y'all. It's a singly gay podcast and as I always say, if you can't keep keep with your Judy's, no, who can you kick it with? <laughs> I want to thank everybody for tuning in and want to thank Mr. Dr. Turner Jr. for coming and doing this episode one, season two premiere. You know, season we finally two. went live. Hey. <laughs> we finally live in this gig. And, you know, I just enjoy him for just playing and just really doing this because I feel like the people really to know about mental health and know what to do when you need a mental check. So if your friend don't know how to mental check, then check mentally your friend. <laughs> you know what? Put that on a t-shirt. I buy it. I will buy it. I will buy it. Yes. Yes, I will. I, 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 We're going to talk. We got some business ventures to talk about. We'll be all right. Right. That part. Thank y'all for tuning in and we're going to be out. Bye.